Welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted with a comma and a big D. It is February 4th, and I just wanted to chime in about Trevor's story. Now, he's had two back-to-back seasons where he has batted over 290. He looked like early on in his career that he was going to be a little bit of a liability. Maybe 260 batting average with some pop and a little bit of speed. He has turned out, especially with an extremely high, not extremely high, but a 360-ish BABIP, thanks in part to Coors Field, to be a good source of batting average. He will help you there. He's a plus. Um, And he's got about, what do you have, 35 home runs last year, 37 in 2018 and 85 RBI, and about 115 runs batted in last year. Um, Those are obviously great numbers. He had 23 stolen bases. 2018, he had 27. In 2017, in 145 games, he had 7 stolen bases. And in 2016, his rookie year, he played 97 games before his thumb was injured. He stole 8 bags in 97 games, which prorates out to about 15. But then, you know, like I just said, the next year he played 145 games. I think he batted 239. And he didn't obviously have a great year and he wasn't on base as much, but he only stole seven bags in 145 games. Then he went to 27 and then 23. My question is, his his average draft position is 11 right now. And a lot of people are picking him sixth after the initial obvious five of... In my opinion, it should be Acuna, Yelich, Trout, uh, Bellinger, and maybe Mookie Betts, depending on if he gets traded or not. But, you know, his average position is 11. He seems to be either going 6th, 7th, or in the second round somewhere, which is interesting. So the question is why why all of a sudden is he not a third rounder and why is he all of a sudden a first rounder the last two years he's proven that he has increased his batting average and that is part of it for sure Um, people have seen it for two full years they mostly buy it it mostly is backed up by the underlying peripherals um, and how he affects the ball and he's in course you know that people just you know they just trust that, oh, maybe it's due to course. Course isn't changing. Um, and so, but the other part of it are his stolen base totals. Um, in, in addition to having a 290-plus batting average the last two years, he's also stolen the most bases of his career in the last two years. In fact, he's gotten 50 total, 27 and then 23. My question is, is the grab for stolen bases, the rush to get stolen bases, is that moving him way too far up? In other words, I could easily see him with 12 stolen bases this year, 13, because he just elects not to run or um, he he doesn't hit 290 and he, he's not on base as much, which I still think is a possibility, but um, I, I think he may just choose to run less. Um, because uh, they they don't need him to. Now, if he does do that, if 
if he elects or for whatever reason is down to 10 to 15 stolen bases, which you have to decide for yourself how much of a possibility is that, but I think it's a good chance, you have to ask yourself how much are you paying for those extra 8 to 13 stolen bases from 10 to 15 to 23. Okay, because stolen bases are fickle, especially a guy who steals just in the 20s or 20, as we saw with Mookie Betts um, and, and other players in the pack. Can't think of them right now. Players who steal 40 bags, it's clear they have the speed. They can do it on speed. They're going to. It's part of their game. Um, but you even look like a Freddie Freeman who, who got 10 or 15. He got 10 in 2018, and he got 6. I mean, you know, it, it's just a difference of 4, but... You know, what about a difference of eight from 23 down to 15? What does that make Trevor's story? In other words, how much are you paying for it? Okay. So, if he has 110 runs, batting 290, just keeping everything generally the same, has uh, 35 home runs and uh, 85 RBI, what, what does that make him and where would he be if you put all those numbers with 15 stolen bases or 10 or 12? It puts him right in line with a Javier Baez, with a Marcus Simeon, and with Cattell Marte, who was available at shortstop in uh, Yahoo Leagues. Um, and it, the question that immediately comes up is, do you buy what Cattell Marte does? Mostly, mostly, yeah. And, I mean, he hit the ball hard. Uh, do you do you mostly buy what Marcus Simeon does? I do. The underlying numbers say that both of them uh, made strides. And um, Marcus Simeon is a guy who continually has improved over the years, over the last four or five years. And Cattell Marte went on a run in the second half of 2018 that was pretty much in line with his first half in 2019. So we've seen it before. It wasn't just the ball. And um, the way that it was not catching the wind, the juice ball. So those are the caveats. Do you buy Marcus Simeon and Cattell Marte? So I'm going forward with the assumption that, yes, I do mostly buy it. Um, and Javier Baez is Javier Baez. Baez. He's going to outperform his expected stats. And, you know, so Marcus Simeon had 33 home runs. He batted, I think, mm -hmm. I forget, like maybe 280, right around 280. Um, and he batted, uh, he, he knocked in, uh, 80 something runs and he scored a hundred around 115 runs. That's basically what, and he stole 10 to 12 bags. That's basically what I'm saying Trevor Story could do this year if he reduces his stolen, uh, base total. And excuse me, Marcus Simeon's ADP average draft position uh, on NFBC is 44. Javier Baez, who got less at-bats, fewer at-bats, um, but but scored, uh, knocked in about 80-something runs and scored only about 80-something, so there's a little bit of a deficiency there. He had about 31, 32 home runs, and he batted 280-something. Okay, so, and he, he stole 10 to 13 bags, something like that. Might have been 15. Um, so he's basically in line except for, I guess, a good chunk of runs, about 20 runs fewer than Trevor Story, and he's going 40, 41st. I actually think that's that's too high for him. Um, that's too soon. But then you have, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 
Uh, Marcus Simeon is going 84th. His average draft position is 84th. So, you know, if we're talking about that's the last pick in the seventh round. That, I mean, that's the seventh round is where Marcus Simeon is going with the same numbers as Trevor Story, essentially, but with 10 minus, I mean, 10 fewer steals. So we go from the average draft position of first round um, the the eleventh to eighty four, so imagine what you could do with that eleventh pick, or you know whatever, um, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, even fifteenth of that first or second round pick, and get the same production possibly um, from Marcus Simeon in the seventh round, um, and potentially in the eighth because he's the last pick in the seventh right now. The Cattell Marte is the guy who was average ADP is uh, 44. And so he he stole 10 bags. He had 32 home runs. He batted 329. I do think the numbers say that will come down a little bit. Uh, but he scored a buck 10 and he drove in 90 runs, something like that. Um, and he basically has the same numbers except a higher batting average. And he has 13 fewer stolen bases than Trevor Story. And he's going 44th. So... It, it it doesn't feel as boom I got Marcus Simeon right it doesn't it doesn't feel great but you got to get that out of your head and you have to determine for yourself if you buy Marcus Simeon if you buy Cattell Marte um, because if you do then you can get Cattell Marte in the what fourth round you can get Javier Baez possibly in the fourth round although you might lose some runs in at bats um, and you can get Marcus Simeon in the seventh round and you can use your 6th through, you know, 18th pick on someone else um, other than Trevor Story because I just don't think it's a guarantee Trevor Story... Well, let me put it this way. He's not guaranteed to steal 20 bags. And his first two years, he was definitely not on a pace to steal 20 bags. Um, There is a good chance, in my opinion that he steals 15 bases. I don't think it will go down to 10. I think there's probably a 10% chance it'll go down to 10. But there is just a point at which, just like Christian Yelich, these things are fickle. And I'm not saying he's done this, but I'm saying there's a chance he, he might this year, especially with a knee injury. I don't know how an impact injury, you know, uh, to his uh, kneecap affects uh, running versus, uh, you know, like a ligament or a tendon. But, you know, there's a reason that stolen bases have gone especially, uh, down, especially with sluggers. One of them is just age. Um, you know, you're just not as fast anymore. Speed is, is one of the things, just overall muscle twitch, you know, speed is something that goes down when you, when you hit, you know, near 30. Trevor Story is still 27. He's still plenty young. Um, but another thing is just to elect to not steal bases because it's not worth it because your lineup is good enough because um, you know the guys behind you are going to knock in runs because you don't want to give up outs maybe because you don't want to wear yourself down maybe uh, because you have just a minor nagging injury that whole year Um, so I think that's something to consider I think you have to ask yourself, what is Trevor's story? If he only has 10 or 15 stolen bases, he's certainly not a first-round guy. And I don't want to get into it now, 
uh, but you have to ask yourself that about Francisco Lindor and you have to ask yourself that about um, about uh, even Trey Turner um, because he does not bring too much else to the table um, especially at a very deep shortstop position although Trey Turner is a guy I feel like for the next three four years will be stealing 30 plus bags I do um, but he's he's never proven to hit 300 over a full season or hit 20 home runs um, and he's never stolen 50 bags so uh, you know when you're reaching for some of these guys I think Francisco Lindor is a surer bet uh, to steal some bases but when you're reaching for these guys up in the first second round all three of those guys are generally going in the first round because of everything they do but because of stolen bases you're missing out on a guy like Nolan Arenado who you can pencil in for 100, 135 and 290 or 300 batting average um, you're missing out <clears throat> excuse me you're missing out on a guy like um, uh, JD Martinez who is now a consensus second round pick which is ridiculous because he had an off year last year hitting 30 something home runs 100 RBIs, 100 runs, and batting 305. Um, you're, you're missing out on Freddie Freeman um, at a relatively shallow position. You're, you're missing out on better hitters um, with bigger um, proven track records um, who don't steal bases um, but are there because um, of their hitting. And you're possibly missing out on them um, for a guy who is definitely not going to be in the first round if he doesn't steal as many bags as he does. Not if he doesn't steal bases, but if he gets knocked down from 23 to 15. That's just eight bases. So that's something to consider. You have to talk uh, to yourself and, and really get an assessment on how much do you value eight extra stolen bases um, for a year at your at, at that position. How much um, do you want one extra stolen base about every three weeks? It's interesting. It's interesting, and you really have to put it in those terms for you to process it accurately.